All right, welcome. I'm Joe Silva. I'm your host. I'm glad you're here. And after you listen to this full episode, you're going to be glad you did because we're talking about hiring A players, hiring those difference makers in your business. And these days you may be thinking, hey, there's nobody out there I can hire. Uh, I can't find anybody. Nobody wants to work. And all these stories that we tell ourselves and you hear in the media. Um, But the reality is when you look into it and you use the process that we described today, you will find candidates that fit your situation. Now, it may take some work, but what what is hiring a good employee and A player worth to you? right? It's worth a lot. We all know that great businesses are built by great teams. So when you can find that A player, when you can find that person that fits into your business, you want to move forward with that. And it will take you from where you are now to where you want to be later. Now, in this episode, we're going to cover four major steps. So there's there's obviously more to this, but these are the four steps to get you started and really get you going to hiring a player. So this is important now. Uh, I'll give you a little background here. It's important because if you're like 90% of the local independent business owners out there, you're likely doing a lot of stuff in your business, aren't you? You're putting out fires constantly. You might be answering almost all the questions that come your way. You really never get to turn things off. You're checking your email late at night. You're almost stuck in a job you created. If you feel that way, this is even more critical that you hire somebody because it will save you from burning out later. It saves you from the stress that ultimately will be a detriment to your business because you know that when you're stressed out, that reflects to your employees, it reflects to your customers, and it reflects on your business, and you can't do your best work. So if you're ever thinking that, hey, sometimes it may be easier just to get a regular job than to actually run my business, this episode is for you because you really need somebody in your business to help out. Now, this can apply whether it's your first hire, whether it's your 10th hire, whatever it is. Um, In a moment, we're going to cover those four steps that will change uh, the way you look at hiring and you can go from being that inconsistent, do everything in your business, preneur, to creating a business that gives you the time freedom that you started for, the location freedom if you want to move around, right? The financial freedom that you've always wanted when you become a dialed in CEO. You're laser focused on your mission and your outcomes and you have the help around you that you need. That's what can happen. And listen, I, I get it because I've been there. Okay. Most successful business owners eventually realize that to create the freedom and impact that you want, you've got to create a great team. And great teams are built on reliable, loyal employees that care about the business almost as much as you do or even more in some cases. And as I said, I've been there myself. So I tried doing everything myself for a long time. I've been very fortunate to have a great team around me. And I want to share what we have used inside our business to find uh, an amazing team with you. Uh, I did it the hard way, right? <laughs> we did it by trial and error. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's, there's still mistakes that happen. But when you follow this process, it gets much, much easier to find the people that you need inside of your business so that you can focus on what matters. All right, so let's get started. Uh, there's four steps here that we're going to cover. So um, number one, is to ask qualifying questions. So when you're looking for candidates out there, you can, uh, rather than just scanning resumes, okay, so that's kind of the old school way of doing it, um, you want to proactively send them a list of questions that are qualifying questions. Now, you're probably asking yourself, what is a qualifying question? What does that mean? It really can be anything that you're using to uh, qualify these candidates or to screen out individuals that you may or may not want. Here's an example. You can send them a list of questions, and one of those may be, uh, you know, how do you describe 
your most recent manager. Okay. Now, if this person comes back and says they were a jerk, <laughs> they, uh, you know, I, I don't want to work for this person and blah, 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 and they're very negative. What did you just learn? You just learned that this person might not necessarily respect the management, all right? Maybe that's a one-off case, but you're just gathering information here. Maybe you don't want to spend a lot of time on that person. You can ask general questions like, you know, what do you think of the uh, current e- economic conditions, right? If you're hiring a salesperson and they tell you, it's really hard out there, then you know that hey, they're going to struggle because they have that mentality of it's hard out there. Or if they say, hey, I can make, you know, I can make things work in any environment, now you know, right? You know that this person has a great attitude and maybe somebody you want to bring on in your sales team. So ask qualifying questions. That's step one. And that helps you weed out some of those candidates that uh, may have gotten further in your process, but you can figure out early on that they shouldn't have, all right? So that's step number one. Now, step number two is to scare them away, all right? So uh, what this means is to be real with the challenges of the role ahead, all right? Try to talk them out of taking the job. It's a scarcity principle, right? When you try taking something away from somebody, they want it even more. So not only are you showing them, hey, this is the reality, right? We're not going to paint everything as unicorns and rainbows, but you're saying this may not be a fit for you, and now they can sell themselves back to you onto why they're a good fit for the role. All right. People want what they can't have. So you can do this tactfully. And when I say scared them away, I'm not saying, uh, you know, make things up and make it sound like the worst job in the world, but you need to be realistic with the challenges that they're going to face. And again, that way they're, they're number one prepared. If they do come on board as a team member, they're prepared and they know exactly what they're walking into. And number two, it may excite them. And if it excites them, that's a great thing because if they, they want to take on a challenge, that's who you want on your team. If they run away, if, it, if they decide it's not for them, guess what? You didn't want them on your team anyway. So be real, scare them away with what challenges are coming, and uh, we'll move on to step number three. Step number three is, is somewhat of the uh, opposite end of the spectrum uh, as number two, but you want to share your values and beliefs of your company. Now, every company has values. Every company has beliefs. Whether you have them written or not, it doesn't really matter. You have them. You live by them. Uh, and again, whether you know it or not. And so you can share these with your candidates. You can say, hey, we stand for, and, and when I say values and beliefs, this isn't the corporate speak you know, where you see the stuff plastered on the wall and, and you never look at it again. Okay, this is, this is really what you make your decisions by in your company. And if you don't have uh, you know, shared values and beliefs with your team uh, or within your company, even if it's just yourself, then that's something you need. That's another episode that we cover. Um, that is something that you want to have in your business because it gives you direction. And when it gives you direction, you can give your staff and in this case, potential job candidates direction. So you can tell them, okay, we believe in putting the customer first. All right, that's pretty vague. This is just an example. Um, but if they're not on board with servicing the customer, then they'll know that it's not for them. And likewise, you'll know that, okay, they don't fall into these values and beliefs. Um, so we're going to move on with our candidates. But whatever your uh, company values are, you know, for example, one of ours in our company is uh, be a friend. All right, treat, respect, uh, and know your customers and vendors and internal staff members as friends, right? Treat them as, a, as you would a friend. So you talk to them respectfully and, and uh, you know, it, you do what you need to do to help them. If somebody doesn't fall into that, if they're grumpy and they, uh, you know, aren't aren't a good fit personality wise, then we know that they may not fit with our values and beliefs, and we'll move on to another candidate. And we have done that before uh, with job interviews. So, share your values and beliefs. The other thing this does is it shows your job candidate that you're a serious company, you're real, 
Okay, you follow these values, you follow these beliefs, and you're not just making it up as you go. And that stands out in the crowd because most companies are making things up as they go. So it sets you apart for for, uh, your job candidate as well. Okay, so we've got uh, just to recap, number one, ask qualifying questions. Number two, be real with the challenges. Number three, share your values and beliefs. Now, number four, I'm going to slow down a little bit because this one's important. If you take anything away from this episode, Take this away, okay? So here's number four. Thoroughly check references, all right? And not the ones that your uh, your job candidates give you, the regular ones, okay? Thoroughly check your references and get the references from their prior job history of actual managers. That's the only way you're going to know how they are in the workplace, right? If you get their Aunt Susie and uh, Uncle Bob as references, of course, they're going to say, oh, this person's great. I love them. They're fantastic. What does that tell you? Nothing. So get references. All right. Ask them directly. Okay. Who was your manager in this job role? Get a contact way to contact this person. And here's the important part of this step. Actually check the references. Okay. A lot of people out there get the references, and they never make a call, okay? They they just assume, and believe me, I've been here, okay? You, you just assume that, well, if they gave the reference, of course the reference is going to give them a good recommendation. Check the reference. Call them. Ask questions. And you don't have to take up a lot of time with that, but just make sure that this is legit and this person is who they are. they are telling you that they are. You know that everybody puts their best foot forward in job interviews. At least they should. So, Because of that, you've got to use other resources in order to get to the bottom, get to the real person that you're hiring. So thoroughly check those references and not just the references that they give you. Check the ones that you ask for, which is in their previous job history. So after listening to all this, you now know the four steps to finding the A players in your business. You know how to weed out the job job applicants that you don't want, but then when you hire them, Obviously, you've got to ingrain them into your culture and set them up for success. So that's a whole other episode that we do cover. Uh, you know, I was I was doing some coaching uh, with a client the other day uh, on some things like this, and they had a lot of follow up questions. And so, if that's you, if that is interesting to you, just go to our website. It's joesovatraining.com. It's just my name, Joe, and then Sova S O V A Training. Check it out. We've got a lot of resources there for you that you will find very helpful when it comes to hiring and uh, getting more information about this. There's also um, some really cool free stuff on there. And and so, yeah, check it out, joesovatraining.com and share this episode out there. Uh, There's people in business world that have no idea uh, about some of this information we're sharing. Uh, This is free information out there. Let's help others help themselves. And uh, when you share this, you will be helping those that need it. So appreciate that as well. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Uh, Appreciate you being here as a listener. And uh, we will continue to support business and entrepreneurs uh, with each and every episode that we do. So thanks for being here. We'll see you on the next episode.